your career can suffer from many different factors and outside influences. If you're in the job market, it can happen from radio silence. You're beating the pavement, looking for now hiring signs. Maybe you're online filling out applications, but you're just not hearing back. It could go a step further. You get an occasional interview, but you don't end up with the job offer and you don't get any feedback. You're left in a lurch. If you're working, is your career progressing or could it be stalled? If you're wondering, ask yourself the last time you received any valid and valuable feedback, specifically on your performance. You and I, in our careers, can suffer from radio silence, whether we're actively looking for employment or employed and seeking growth. Join me for today's Career Growth Made Easy episode, where I ask, Is Your Career Suffering from Radio Silence? Episode 190. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. I can't believe it, but we're rolling into episode 190. We're oh so close to that big 200 mark. I'm glad that you're here to share today's episode with me. So, career suffering from radio silence. That was a question I posed in the intro. You know, it's an interesting topic to talk about. And actually, I had some feedback from someone that was recently, uh, that recently sent out a number of applications, sent out a resume, and she was, you know, really hungry. I wouldn't say desperate, but really hungry for a job. She focused on a specific industry and she described the feedback as literally non existent. Her words were, quote, quote, radio silence. This can happen to you if you're looking for jobs, and also it can happen when we're employed, whether it's you know just a job for now, a placeholder, or it might be considered a career job, something we might want to grow in in our field. If we have radio silence, that means we're not getting feedback, we're not getting any direction, no pointers, we don't know which way to set our compass and move forward. Heck, we might even be moving in the wrong direction because it's radio silence. So let's talk about today how radio silence affects us. I'll start out the first part of the show talking about applying for jobs when we're looking, and then I'll transition us into those that are currently working. For applying for jobs, having radio silence, again, that can hurt us because we just we could feel like we're spinning our wheels, our tires are stuck in the mud, maybe we're sliding off course. I mean, I could use a different number of analogies, but you get the idea. So really, what does radio silence, why does it happen? Well, first of all, 
I've talked to a number of small businesses and even businesses all the way up to Fortune 500, where they have small staff up to thousands, tens, and hundreds of thousands of employees. And they don't always have the resources, even if they're a small business, they don't always have the resources to respond to each and every job application, nor every resume submission. So it's not an excuse by any means. I'm not here to generate an excuse for that situation. Just want you to know it can become a human resource situation where simply there's just not enough people and not enough time in the day to review every application and every resume. And by the way, even if there was time, I have heard from a number of businesses, sad to say, some of which you and I know in the Fortune 500 world, that admit They have a weakness. They have a failure point, a failure mechanism. They do not respond to every single application nor every single resume submission. They just don't have the time nor the resources. Again, this is not meant to be an excuse podcast. It's just something to bring to your attention. Now, if you're out there on the other end of this microphone, you're hearing me say this, maybe it provided you some comfort, just a little bit of relaxation, just for a moment, a brief pause, because you might be someone suffering from radio silence. Yes, you know what? It is true that it might partially explain why you or I at times have received radio silence, that non-existent reply we oh so much waited for in our inbox, our voicemail, maybe in, in the mail if it was a formal response. So that tells a little bit of the story on the back end, the people receiving the resumes and the job applications, but it's not an excuse by any means. It's just gives us an idea of what's going on. And with that said, that can hurt us. I mentioned in the intro, it might not give us direction. It might not give us guidance. Think of it like a compass where you got your north, east, south, west. Without that magnetic pole, without it pointing north, you don't know where you're going. So what do you do? Heck, you could be going in the wrong direction and not even be aware of it. When I say that, I say that figuratively, right? What if your job application process, what if the information you're filing, the procedure you're using isn't up to speed? What if your resume is generic? Are you sitting there producing one resume and just copying it out, cranking it out electronically, sending the same PDF, the same electronic file every time? Businesses can see through that when a generic resume or a one-and-done resume, as I call it, is sent. And if they're not specifically tailored to the business's needs, there's not a great chance of it getting through their online scanning systems called applicant tracking systems. This is software. It's a software that scans resumes and, in some cases, job applications or even cover letters where used and where required. And it looks for keywords and it looks for value statements, valuable words, keywords that are going to show the company that you may possess some of the skills, the abilities required, the traits required to do the job. So if you're using a generic resume, number one, this could be part of the reason for radio silence. I've got a number of episodes I've released over the years that you can go back to and listen to find out how to improve your resume just by listening to this show. So I think that's pretty darn cool. I've interviewed various companies, taken their feedback with their permission, and I'm sharing it with you through these airwaves. The next thing, when you submit your resume, are you following the processes? Make sure you read each and every step required. Maybe there's only three or four. No big deal, right, Craig? Gotcha. But did you know that certain companies require resumes to be sent in certain formats? PDFs, Word, 
Doc, DocX, whatever the case may be, make sure you follow the rules. And if your resume has anything that's potentially questionable or objectionable on it, that could cause software scanning tools to reject your resume. Examples would be photos, really long hyperlinks. Just to give you an idea, charts, graphs, absolutely. Those can cause problems as well. So go back and listen to some of my other shows and we'll give you some hints and pointers on that. So let's get through the point where your resume is sent in, it's received, and you have the opportunity for a potential callback and a potential interview rather. Are you prepared for that interview? Have you done your homework? Have you researched the company? Or are you treating it just like any other uh, opportunity? It's just another job. It's a placeholder. Hiring companies can see through that. Even if you think you're putting on your best game face, your best show, your best acting gig, they'll see through it. That could result in not being provided a job offer or being provided a low ball, a low salary, low pay job offer. I mentioned this in a prior episode, but I'll share it again today. And there's a lot more details in a prior show. I think it was called pay rate versus pay range. Companies start forming their opinions about you when they offer you a uh, pay rate or a, a, a uh, let me say this differently, when they offer you pay based on once they started learning about you. It could be from your social media profiles, but again, after you've applied for the job, and it also, a large portion of it is from your resume. They're starting to form opinions, value propositions, value statements about you. I think Craig is worth this. I think if we interview this candidate, they fall into this range. Lo and behold, many interviewees don't know there's actually a range opportunity. They just think of it as a specific number, a pay rate that they're going to be offered or willing to obtain. So go back and listen to that episode, pay rate versus pay range. I'll stop the show later on the recording and get you a couple of episode numbers to help you out. And I'll also put those episodes in the show link. But now that you've got the interview, Make sure you do that research so that you know and feel you're connected with that company. There's two reasons for it. Yes, there's it's work, Craig. I get it. Okay, yes. Like I'm talking to myself here, right? Forgive me. But when you do that homework, and I know it's an, a nasty word, homework, ugh, but you're doing it for yourself as well as for the benefit of the company. You don't want to waste the company's time with you not being a good fit, and you don't want to waste your time. You want to make sure that the company is a good fit for you and you're a good fit for the company. I hope that makes sense. From there, if you feel a type of synergy, a type of connection, you'll have a natural, I believe, energy or warmth about you, a a genuine curiosity and interest, and that will show in the interview. People that are like that, that build the know, like, and trust factor are more likely to get job offers, more likely to get reasonable pay job offers by going through that process and knowing more about the company, doing their research, filling out the job application with the right value statements, the right keywords, as well as your resume. So please consider that if you're suffering from radio silence with your job applications, which may or may not include your resume. With the interview, remember to be honest. Remember to be upfront. And it's okay to say, I don't know when you truly don't know, because it's a lot better to be honest and tell the truth, therefore, than it is to make up something because the hiring crew will see that way in advance and that will set off a bunch of red flags. If you can't be trusted with this singular response, where else could you be potentially stretching the truth or lying, falsifying things? Hmm. 
Then when it comes down to getting your final pay offer, you do have the opportunity to negotiate. A lot of people don't know that. But think about it. How can you negotiate if you don't know much about the company, nor do you know the key points, the key values, the value proposition you bring to them, what's important? That's why all those things are important if you suffer from radio silence. If during that interview, they're not willing to make a a selection at that point in time and offer you the job, if you put your best foot forward, especially after listening to today's episode, you're more than likely going to be considered on the top tier of candidates to call back. That should help reduce your radio silence, get you secondary or tertiary interviews, and have a more likelihood, a greater chance of getting the job offer. Now, from there then, what else could you deal with? You could deal with once you've applied and you're working, like many of my listeners. How do you know if your career is advancing? Feedback would be nice. But that feedback I asked you about, is it a valuable feedback? Is it valid? And is it specifically about your performance? Or is it feedback in general, vague statements? You and I need specific valid, valuable feedback so that we know how to modify our behaviors, modify our actions, and know what direction to troop forward with to make progress so that we can have career growth. How dare I say? Career growth made easy. I wonder where we heard that from. Now, with that feedback, you want to talk about your strengths, you want to talk about your weaknesses, and if interested in growth, hence this show, you might want to talk to your leadership about potential opportunities. With those opportunities comes chances for you to grow in the company. It could be through working with peers as a team leader. It could be potentially working as a supervisor, or you could move into management. Now, if those latter steps aren't right for you right now in your life, in your career, that's completely okay. It's just food for thought in today's show. If we were to back out of that a little bit, since you're not ready for a supervisory or leadership role, simply think about that, oh, I mentioned, the opportunities. What opportunities are around you on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Is there some type of special uh, program or um, task force workshop that you could join? Maybe there's something quarterly that happens that does reporting or reviews that the company's interested in growing the specific section of their business, their service industry. Maybe there's a, a high amount of complaints about a certain product or service. Maybe you have quality issues. Maybe you know about it and it's something you routinely fix. It's something you touch before an end product or service goes out and you're the only one or one of the few that know about it. It hasn't really reached others in the outside world. So your management team, your ownership of your company isn't aware there's a problem, a core problem. As a result, they're not going to think there needs to be anything to fix. If you could drive your problem statement, drive your recommendation for solution upstream, What could happen? This problem could be fixed so that you no longer have to put your time, talent, and effort into it. That's not going to remove your job from functioning, but it's going to remove the mundane task of fixing the same thing repeatedly. So as long as you approach problem situations, whether it's quality, complaints, what have you, correctly and with humility in your company, attacking the problem, 
not attacking the person. And let me say that again. It's important to attack the problem, not attack the person. If you approach it that way, you are much more likely to gain traction and have success in recommending a solution process or statement or sharing your potential solution that you've already worked out. When your leadership sees that you come bearing problems along with solutions, it goes a lot further than just bringing them problems. I mentioned, by the way, that I would offer you up a few episodes in the show notes and here so that you know which episodes to go back and listen to that might help you if you're looking at your resume and wondering, is it up to speed for 2024? So here you are, through the magic of the great pause button on my Audacity recording equipment, I can now share with you those episode numbers. Don't forget to look in the show notes because we should have hyperlinks to get you to them very quickly as well. Here they are. Okay, I'm back through the power of the mighty digital pause button. I promised you a couple episodes on resumes. I dug back deep into the Career Growth Made Easy archives, and I found an original show, an oldie but a goodie. We're going back to episode two, and it's titled, Is Your Resume Holding You Back? If you have a resume and you're wondering why you're suffering from radio silence, that would be an absolute great show to listen to, episode two. Now, if you have an existing resume and you might be doing what I said, pressing copy, paste, and submit digitally on all your online applications, you might want to listen to episode 76, Throw Away Your Resume. I go into detail on that. And then, to spice things up a bit, a show from about eh, 10 episodes ago, 181, It's Time to Review Your Resume. We make sure your resume isn't stale by giving you industry-leading tips and techniques to boost your resume's opportunity to be seen in the online job world, as well as in person. We talk about applicant tracking systems and a number of my podcasts, which is a software that scans and reviews your resume before submission to a human being. And we talk about what human resource uh, professionals, recruiters, hiring managers, what they all look for. So make sure you check out my resume shows. Hey, there was one more show that I failed to mention, but I owe it to you. It's episode 115, Pay Rate versus Pay Range, Maximize Your Money. So don't forget to go back and listen to episode 115. That's, of course, after you polish up your resume and your interview skills. So as you get ready, 115 is going to be a great winner for you. I'm Craig Ansell, your host of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, and we're oh so proud of you here to have completed four years of dedicated shows for you, my valuable listener, and looking forward to putting five years in the books. I won't get ahead of myself, but I'll tell you, I'm super excited to hit that 200-episode mark and start filling in the shows for the rest of 2024. God bless you. Have a great week ahead. If you ever need to reach out to me, it's Craig Ansell. That's C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L. Just Google and you'll find me. It's at Craig Ansel for Facebook, Meta, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You can email me directly, Craig at CraigAnsel.com. And don't forget to visit my website for some free downloads and additional information, along with coaching links and some of my digital courses online for purchase, CraigAnsel.com. If you're struggling in your career field, struggle no longer. Help is here. All you have to do is reach out. Talk to you next week, my friends. See ya.